Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, January 16th. Let's jump into today's top stories. Ohio State officially announces Texas A&M AD Ross Bjork as the Buckeyes' next AD, effective July 1st. OSU President Ted Carter said, Few athletics directors have established such an impressive and strong record of success in athletics, in the classroom and throughout the community. The bar is incredibly high at Ohio State, and we have found in Ross a highly intelligent and effective leader, not to mention a fierce competitor. Current Buckeyes AD Gene Smith said, Ross is uniquely equipped to step into our Buckeye community and make an immediate impact. As I have said, Ohio State has afforded me the professional opportunity of a lifetime, and I am forever grateful. My final, important project over the next several months will be to work with Ross to ensure a smooth and effective transition with our student-athletes, coaches, department staff and university leaders. Incoming Notre Dame AD Pete Bavacqua will officially take over on March 25, according to Irish Illustrated and the Irish Tribune, the latter of which also reports Bavacqua has been in a very active role on campus for several months now, attending many athletic events and is in the offices into the evenings during the week. Current AD Jack Swarbrick will remain in the Notre Dame offices until June 30th and will be in a supporting role to aid Bavacqua. This week's congressional hearing to discuss U.S. Congressman Gus Balericus's Republican Florida NIL bill now has a title, NIL Playbook, Proposal to Protect Student-Athletes' Deal-Making Rights. Neither the hearing nor the bill, however, are about protecting NIL rights, per Kenny Hertz Perry attorney Mitt Winter, who contends the goal is rather to restrict college athletes and keep them amateurs. He adds, in addition to containing an antitrust exemption and a provision that says athletes can't be employees, the related bill prohibits schools-slash-conferences-slash-the NCAA from directly compensating athletes. It also attempts to severely regulate collectives and deals viewed as inducements. Winter also notes UCLA football student-athlete Chase Griffin will be a witness during the hearing and expects forceful pushback from the Bruins QB. Georgia AD Josh Brooks comments on the football team's GSR rate of 41, which was the lowest in the SEC by a wide margin, with LSU being the next closest at 69. Brooks said, We have worked hard to be thoughtful and intentional about implementing strategies that will hopefully lead to better GSR outcomes. But it should be made clear that GSR is not the most reliable indicator of our student-athletes' academic success, our efforts are not limited to a six-year window. Graduation along with providing targeted, differentiated and informed support for our student-athletes continues to be the goal. We have made significant progress in this area and acknowledge there is more work to be done to ensure that our vision is realized. Among all Power 5 schools, UCLA was the next closest with a GSR rate of 64. Michigan football head coach Jim Harbaugh remains engaged with the school about a possible contract extension, according to Yahoo's Dan Wetzel, who reports that Harbaugh is seeking language that would grant him immunity from termination from any finding or sanction that could arise from multiple current NCAA investigations into the football program. Harbaugh is also seeking a delay in the start date of the new contract to maintain a lower buyout that NFL teams would have to pay Michigan to hire him away. The buyout in his current contract dropped from $2.25 million to $1.5 million on January 11. Michigan is seeking that to rise to about $4 million in a new deal. Harbaugh has sought to have the new deal not start until February 15, thus maintaining the lower and more favorable buyout number until after the NFL hiring cycle has concluded. Harbaugh is seeking a matrix of fines be spelled out if there are any future NCA violations as well as prohibiting the school's athletic director from firing him for cause and instead having that decision, should it ever arise, rest in a three-member arbitration panel, sources said. 
Michigan has already offered to make Harbaugh the highest-paid coach in college football via a guaranteed six-year deal worth $11.5 million annually. There would be additional performance-based bonuses. Sportico's Michael McCann believes the most significant NIL development last week was U.S. District Court Judge Robert Gettleman's ruling against Chicago State men's basketball student-athletes Matt and Ryan Bewley, who were seeking to have their eligibility reinstated after receiving compensation from overtime elite. McCann writes, Judge Robert Gettleman also clarified that although the NCAA lost NCAA v. Alston and is losing Ohio v. NCAA, neither antitrust case involves NIL. Instead each concerns specific and fairly narrow situations, education-related benefits and repeat transfers, respectively, that shouldn't be interpreted as broad repudiations of amateurism. It was perhaps the best week for the NCAA's leadership on NIL in two decades. Still, McKen notes the NCAA risks antitrust challenges anytime it limits opportunities for student-athletes to pursue compensation or for schools and conferences to pay athletes, writing, but fear of antitrust litigation isn't a good way to conduct business, especially since defendants usually win antitrust cases. More flexible NCAA rules, such as allowing NIL but meaningfully regulating collectives, would probably withstand legal scrutiny. The NCAA could also credibly challenge state laws that restrict its ability to enforce NIL rules. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, January 16th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.